Hello, everybody, and welcome into a special Two Kobolds in a Trench Coat, the longest running TTRPG podcast that we are a part of. Um, so here we are. This is a lovely, cozy interview. This is a campaign one wrap up by Homebrew Havoc, and we are joined by players and DMs alike. So. Yes, without further ado, let's introduce ourselves, where we can find each other. Go for it. We'll start with Callum. Oh, first, right, yes, um, I'm Cal, and uh, you can find me at CLeeTTRPG on most social things. And go to CLeeTTRPG.com for comedy and TTRPG things. I played a very, very, very... Actually, I don't know where I was going with that. I played an owl. Very sexy. I played I played an owl and he was a home brew brewery monk and um he used the power of alcohol and um uh, what do they call it what do they call it when you uh, oh, what do they call it you know when you're a cocktail maker there's got a oh, look, it, yes um anyway is it not cocktail maker no, no, it's got a fancy name like mixologist that was mixologist, it. mixologist. 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 Um, yeah, well, well, what was yours, Robbie? <laughs> I don't think yeah. I can say it. Okay, we'll skip that. I know, Lolly, it's probably... It's so... Yeah, I played Dodo, he was a legend. I, I miss him and love him, and he had a friend uh, a friend called Colin, who was a mini-fridge, and I hope you all enjoyed playing with Dodo. Indeed. Yeah. And what is, what's coming up next? Is it this? Is it end of the month? It's the Cow's Quiz Cave. Something like that. Cow's Question yeah. Cave. Question cave, quiz cave. Yeah, yeah. that's the uh, cue. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be a TTRPG uh, nerdy media uh, quiz from all walks of nerddom, and it's going to be an absolute hoot. And uh, is, that, yeah, so, 
Is that the uh, cave that's under construction next door? Yes, that's correct. We are. Uh, they're not the because I haven't seen no fucking planning permission. <laughs> moving in next door to the Cobalt Cave, and um, yes, I will be stealing your Wi-Fi. I'll be strictly putting a block on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that neighbour who just goes no, not to the I'm not happy about this extension. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, uh, you know, Friday night dinner. I'm gonna be like, what's his yeah. the, the neighbour and that? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be like him. I'll, I'll come round with an station and just <laughs> hello all. Wander off. Anyway, that's me. Thank you. Yeah. Please move on. Yes, move on swiftly to Tony. Go for it. Hello, I'm Tony, and um, in Homebrew Havoc season one. I played Cadis, who was an eligent elf sorcerer, and she was also a lady. She was a noble, although she wasn't didn't act very noble, and um, she had a traumatic backstory because that's what you do in D anD. Um, and yeah, she was pretty hench as well. <laughs> was that just like that was just like beach muscle though wasn't it you weren't actually strong yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah it's all for sure I played a, a sorcerer so obviously I, I couldn't I had no actual strength <laughs> AC any real form of defence except for mage armour yeah, yeah it was all airbrushed on yeah. it was one of those suits it was one of those like suits oh no Oh, a muscle it's like a yeah. it's like a really horrible peek behind the curtain like all the dreams <laughs> in the shadow. I can't believe this just a really dodgy muscle suit from like you get in a fancy dress costume shop. Um, oh, but yeah, no, go check out Tony Surefire Designs on the Kofi as well as Rotherdam Dice because they're doing a little fundraiser at the moment for extra gear as well as uh, new studio stuff. So go check out Rotherdam Dice's Kofi as well. We and really need equipment. We really need equipment, and we also want to keep putting content out for free. And it's really difficult to do that and actually ha- make, make have any equipment to replace our, our shit equipment that we've got uh that we've got yeah. for, got on the dead cheap so uh if you could that'd be lovely. if if you can't donate share that'd be grand thank you if you can't donate you fucking cheapskate no i'm joking <laughs> wow. no um let's move on next to lolly where can we find you theoretically basically nowhere, nowhere. i am i'm the, the ghost in the machine the person. yeah <laughs> You just about find me lurking about on the Discord, and that is about all you'll find me at the moment because I'm not in shows currently. But I am beavering, beavering away very hard on season two, all the all the law that you're ever going to want. Is there going to be beavers? This is a very important question. Is will there be beavers in this? Well, there is thing? now, yeah. <laughs> well, there better be because you just said it, so it's on the internet now. <laughs> We've all known Clive. <laughs> yes, there you go, the Clive Beaver. Concord. Um, wow. So, I write it down. Yeah. Clive, 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 Yeah, beaver oh. lawyers that will, you know, defend you against. It's illegible, people. but it's there. Wow. I hear they're damn good. Hey, 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 Clive, 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 and son, we're damn good. There you go. Beavers, beaver lawyers. Um, is there anything else you anything you want to promote, Lolly, at all? Anything you want to put out there for the readers of listeners? Watchers. Yeah. Um, all right, well, 
Um, in the coming the new year, I will be for the first time ever, ever DMing a game myself. Ooh. I'll be DMing a Rivers of London TTRPG, and I am just, just crazy slash persuadable enough that I'm doing it on stream. Fantastic! What could be more horrifying? <laughs> nice. Is there a day for that yet, or is it kind of still in the works? It's to be ascertained, but it's in January at the moment. Perfect. Okay, well, tune in for that. Tune in. I'm sure there'll be more hey, on the Discord. Come see, we need more. four player. Yeah, uh, well, I'm kind of busy. I'm always busy. I'm a... <laughs> um, yes, um, moving on to Paul. Hi there, I am Paul, aka Amsan. I was the Honourable Dungeon Master for Hemorrhythmic Season 1, mm. and should probably still uh, be the Dungeon Master for Season 2. Um, I'm. This is my channel, you can find me here. Uh, this is where we are. Um, I specifically want to shout out our Tuesday game, Cybertopia Encore Edition, a fantastic weekly show uh, set in the future where people can generate traumas and benefits and bring crazy equipment along to their missions. And honestly, it's a goddamn blast. So tune into that every Tuesday, 17, no, what? 1930 BST, so GMT. So go for it. Perfect. And obviously check out Paul's social media where he talks a lot about Aberdeen sport. I really love the fact we're promoting this fake account of mine. It's really useful for my yeah. uh, followers. Any chance we could get it to like, I don't know, 500 followers? So we could get it to one follower, Shiv. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. Bit for spam. Yes, do that instead. That's probably better. That's Paul probably wiser. Impersonating anyone. <laughs> so that was it. That's everybody. So obviously, we should probably introduce ourselves as well if you want. Oh, do we have to? Oh, you go first. Go on. You do it. Oh, all right then. Everybody, welcome. I'd just like to say thank you for tuning in to the 50th episode of Two Kobolds in a Trench Coat. We weren't sure if we would make it this far, but we did. So thank you for supporting us and being with us. I am Ailey. I have been one of your kobolds for the past 50 episodes. I was also Kiva, the half-dried bard, during Homebrew Havoc Season 1. And you can find me all over Tinterwebs at Illyria Payne, where I'm currently not doing very much, honestly, because... Just, I'm not, I'm just not. I'm just doing stuff for my campaigns at the moment and taking part in NaNoWriMo, which is taking up a lot of time because I'm trying to transcribe an absolute boatload of text from some role play that we did through both audio and text. And it's, it's a bit of a mess. So wish me luck with that because I might die by the end of November. Wow. Okay. Well, don't do that. Okay. Um, you this cave all, all to yourself, you know. There's... Well, no, apparently I've got a fucking neighbour moving the next door so here, which was in the Not giving my room away. My my, my little cave is... I'll have to rent it out to keep this thing going, because, you know... Better put it on um, Airbnb. Yeah, I'll have a sublet. Yeah, I'll have like a sublet or something. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you can't use the kitchen between these times. I'm yeah. sorry, but that's just the rules. <laughs> That's when Cobalt Shiv wanders around without any pants on. Um, Sublet, you don't even own your own cave. No. Well, we do. Well, I mean, the second cave in this, you know. Nice to climb, climb, climb. No thanks. <laughs> yes. 
And I'm I'm Shiv. I played Hawthorne, the Badger cleric. He was lovable. He was charming. He was graceful. He was everything you wish Badger to be. No, he was misunderstood. He was apparently playing a different <laughs> character to what the rest of us saw. I don't remember any yeah. of those descriptive words for him. This is from the this is from the kaleidoscope that is my <laughs> my vision of what I believed what I put out at the end of the day, you know, it's probably some of my finest work. Uh, but yeah, that's that's us. This is the table that played Homebrew Havoc season one. So yeah, so thanks for joining us. That's twenty minutes. Um I think that's it. <laughs> We had a chat. We plugged some stuff. Let's move on. No. Um. So, where should we begin? So, now, we started. We did an episode where we talked about where the concepts for Kiva and Hawthorne come from, but we haven't really got your guys's take. So, where did obviously decide amongst yourselves who wants to go first? Where Cadis and Dodo? Where did the concept for them come from? For those characters, where did they begin? What was the genesis? I'm going to let Cadis go first with uh, or Tony with Cadis because um, mine's going to be really short. <laughs> I think mine's going to be quite short as well. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just want uh, to play an elf. Move on. <laughs> I just want to play a fucking elf, mate. That's all. Like, no. Um. So, well, okay. I think I, I think I've I, I've touched upon this a little bit on the last episode. The one of the episodes that I guest starred in. One of you at the TK hmm. episodes um but yeah so so with cadis um so i i knew that i wanted to play a magic user um at that point in time i was a little when i in my sort of D playing part i was like i don't really want to play anything that's not a magic user um because i found it a little bit kind of repetitive and i didn't find it very interesting especially playing from like lower levels and stuff so i was like i'm gonna play a magic user and i've never played a sorcerer before um they seem pretty cool i like the fact that it's innate magic and not like you're not tied to some packed religion anything like that it's just it's just magic because you've got magic and it was hmm. so i thought go for a sorcerer um and then i don't really remember why i decided to play an elf i think i just was like oh sorcerer elf that's sounds cool um yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then I was looking at the homebrew elements of everything and I just basically, because I was also quite new to D&D at that point when we first started like playing, so I was like, I'm not going to homebrew. I didn't feel comfortable or confident homebrewing anything for my actual self. So I just looked up some um, homebrew subclasses and I found one called Primordial Sorcerer, uh, which was somebody, which is from on Reddit, no, um, so, um, DMs Guild even, from somebody Ooh, called cool. R Squared. So like the letter R squared, the word squared. Um, but if you just type in primordial sorcerer, it'll come up like DM binded, like straight away. DM binder, not DM's guild. Sorry. Um, and yeah, and, and and basically with that, if you've watched Homer Havoc, you'll know that my element that I've chosen for Cadis is very lightning based. Um, that was so you had the four elements to choose from, um, and that was like air. So it was lightning was because that's kind of the closest thing you could do to air in in D and D. But like it was like lightning, thunder, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I was originally going to go for fire based, and Ooh, then okay. I remembered that one of the one of the my my castmates on Roll the Damn Dice, his character at that point in time was a bald elf sorcerer whose abilities 
were in fire and was also from a rich family. Hmm. So I thought, hmm. I'll change it. I'll change your homework, but change a little bit. I'll change one element of that. So I decided to go with the lightning route and I thought it was quite cool. And then I had like, and then I think I was a little bit inspired by Storm from X-Men mm-hmm. to get that like white Mohican-y kind of thing. Nice. It's good uh, inspiration. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, yeah. And then that was Cadis. Um, what about the accent? Why? Uh, sorry to jump in here. Uh, but... oh, yes. Oh, very dare you. <laughs> oh, well, no, because I remember I didn't have an accent down, and I remember it was one of the it was one of the first discussions we'd had when the four of us, the players, actually met for the first time. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Two, however many years ago it was, um, when we first it was all, all met. I remember it was all kind of. Well, it was nearly two years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, actually yeah. sitting down and talking about, we were like, oh, what accent are we going to, are we going to do with any accent and everything? And I was stuck and I couldn't, I didn't know whether I wanted to go, I was going to go Irish at one point. I, I was somewhere between Irish, Scottish, and those are my two. And then yeah. I think I just thought, actually, you know what? West Country might be quite fun. And it would also not. I don't know. I, I don't really know where it came from. I was just like playing with accents. Normally when I build characters... I will kind of just think of accents that I think would work and like try and mm. speak as them in varying accents. And I think the that, that one just sort of stuck. It just felt like it fit. Um Perfect. No, it worked wonders. Worked wonders. And it works. Yeah. Oh, oh. and yeah. What about Dodo then? Yeah. Dodo. Yes. I love owls. They're great. They're like they're just really cute. Um, yeah. Um, in all seriousness, uh, I think it was around the time you remember um, Strixhaven came out, and they oh yeah the yeah, owl yeah 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 um, thing, and there was this the the art of the owl on the front cover. Um, so I actually made Dodo before I actually got that, uh, or came up with a concept for him before we got that. And um, this is there's an owl on the cover that just looks like an absolute legend. He's like t- over the shoulder, just looking at you, and he he just looks awesome. I was like, I so want to play an owl. So um, I played an owl guy. Um, in terms of the concept for him, um, it was kind of like I'd never played a monk before, so I wanted to play a monk and gave that a go. And I don't think I learned how to play a monk uh, until, like, <laughs> until about episode forty something. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so, so, a lot of the mechanics. Yeah, you took to me. Like, Hang on, how much damage are you doing? I was like, I'm doing this. He's like, there's no way you're doing that low damage. I was like, I just thought because he was so crap, like, uh, which I'll come into in a minute. That's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, you were supposed to be adding decks, and you're like, what? Yeah, I was just like, no, I just wanted to make like a, a chubby owl dude that was like business acumen um, and um came down from business house having been taught and yeah it was it was that and i think in terms of the concept for the um the the homebrew monk thing where it was brewery based um i was playing a lot of witcher 3 at the time and you know like he takes his his brew and he gives him different stuff i thought that'd be a cool concept to do that but also a take on the whole drunken monk thing and um just mix it up and uh created this whole uh you know the key makes the booze in you become stronger. I don't think he ever became stronger, but uh, I always make crap characters because I love playing crap characters. I like an underdog. So 
Yeah, or an under owl in this case. There we go. That's that was Dodo. It was fun to play. I love him. And um, yeah, it was he was made with a lot of help from people from um, uh, what was once known as Twitter as well, with pitching in ideas like the community jumping in and helping out as well, which was fantastic. So thank you to everyone who did that, um, especially KT with the chaps. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> came in strong oh, with the chat Jack. action. Yeah, yeah it was Dodo. <laughs> it was all chat action. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. When I first heard that you were playing an owl, the very the the very first thing that popped into my mind is, I wonder if he's going to be as big a dick as Winston was. Now, Winston was a pygmy owl that used to go around at the shows at uh, around Lincoln, and he was, you know, you could you could pet him, but he was a fucking biter. He used to just bite everyone. He hated everybody. He was just so grumpy all the time. And I was like, Are we gonna have a Winston? I mean, don't be daft, because it sounds like Winston did damage when he attacked. Oh, Winston did (laughs) quite a bit of damage. It was really painful, because he wouldn't let go. But because he's a pygmy owl as well, you're swinging him around like that, and he's just bouncing up and down Mm -hmm. the little foot. Just made my next character. (laughs) Homebrew Havoc Season 2, an even smaller owl. Small, angry owl. Angry. Little, little owlin barbarian thing going on. What do you do for your DD? I just play different variations of owl and then different emotions. I'm literally, I've got an owl necklace on right now. I just, I fucking love owls. They're just. Do you say that's your spirit animal? Um, I'm probably more akin to a sloth, to be honest. But <laughs> they're cool, aren't they? I'm not very wise. Um, <laughs> but I, I try to be. <laughs> I try. So, when you were invited to play on Homebrew Havoc, what was the first thing that went across your mind? What did you think when Paul reached out to you and offered the chance of a lifetime? Is this to me, sorry? I was going to say, you're you're asking two people who I didn't technically invite. (laughs) Because I was going to say, Paul didn't ask me. To be fair, I don't know because... I got what? invited, and I just assumed everybody else did because I if, never got told the story. So may, what if, happened? Yeah, if I may, and um, it was actually, I hope Paul doesn't mind me saying this, but I, I reached out to Paul. We played on um, Derek DMDM Studios channel. There you have it, folks. It's all Cal's fault. Paul, <laughs> Paul was the Herman Cursor Strad on that, and we never got to finish it because of reasons, and. Um, I love playing with Paul. He was he was such a good DM, and, and I'd message him. I was just like, "We got to do something, man," because it, it it was just the vibes are so good. And then um, I saw um, Tony do a guest um, uh, thing with Roll the Damn Dice, and um, I was like, "Really good, really really good." And I would never have known that Tony that like she was a newbie to D anD D, and um, so I reached out to Tony because uh, I thought. Should be an awesome fit with what we've got planned, and I was proved right. So there we are, and, uh, and I believe you're welcome, Paul, Twitter. Yeah, I believe he's on to based on uh, I don't know proximity. If I'm completely honest, um, <laughs> yeah. So Cal's absolutely right. He reached out to me, and one of the reasons why we had to stop doing Strahd was time zone based. Bane of my existence at the time, still kind of is. So I said, look, have to do it, but I want uh, all the players to be British so that we don't have to faff around with time zones. 
Um, and I said to him, look, I'm happy to do it. I'll come up with a niche, the homebrew side of things. Um, but you've got to find the players. Because at the time, I'd just given up finding players because I was getting frustrated at the situation. Um, and then three days later, I reached out to him. How's it going, Cal? Found any players yet? And he went, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm like, okay, go for it. So then any time I came across someone who is British and looking for a game, I'm like, do you want to play in Homebrew Habit? Do you want to play in my game? Do you? Do you? Do you want to play? I would like to just jump in here at that point and say, you didn't approach me for this. You approached me for something else. Oh, did I? What did I approach you for? You approached me because you wanted to do like some kind of uh, interview based uh, like talk show type thing. And you would say, oh, do you want to be on that? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure, cool, we'll, we'll just sort it out. I wasn't looking for a game at the time. No. <laughs> I just did yes because you asked. That, <laughs> that might have been what flowered into Cal's questions several months later. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Because, In which case, yeah. Shit, yeah. I must have invited you to the game. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. good, okay. But yeah, I was... four of you, I invited one person to a game. Um... <laughs> yeah. You did invite me to the game. Right. But originally... Wait, am I, I the only on, one that was actually I was on board. <laughs> got brought? Well, I was on board for something else, but that got but you put that on the back burner. Yeah, that's that. And I think that then became Cal's question. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. Which never got to go on, by the way. I didn't realise I was sloppy seconds. That's great. <laughs> so yeah you then said oh but i'm going to be doing this game and i was like okay and i just come off the tail end of a bad game you know the game we've talked about it a few times on 2k before i was i was literally still sort of sliding off the end of that and so i was like okay but don't mind if i'm be nice don't mind if i'm shit (laughs) kind of thing so that I think Shiv is the only one who was actually asked directly first time because of being on it. Why not? <laughs> I, I was I was in my ghosting games phase. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I was like, if I get bored, I'll just ghost. Bye. Yeah, you ghosted the entire Discord server. Yes, I fucking did. Yeah, that would I have been shit like, if you'd done he's... that to Homebrew Havoc. Just gonna say, if you'd done that to Homebrew Havoc, that would have been kind of wang. Just gonna the risk it takes when when you you have a vision for a long term campaign, and yeah, and then for it to it, it does take one person to 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 sort of drop out, and then it's yeah. sort of the dynamics gone. You know, it's tricky. Yeah, so it starts to unravel from there. I don't mean, does, I've yeah. started and stopped a lot of games since Homebrew Havoc started, and Homebrew Havoc was. A flagship show for Amsterdam Productions. It's the one that started me off, grew my community from there. And it is the only one that has kept all four players from start to finish. <laughs> I think the maybe well done, the exception well done, is sent into Avernus, but that never that didn't really count. It was only like no, nine. No, Blades episodes. in the Dark stuck it out. Blades in the Dark. Yeah, that's not it. mine then. Yeah. I didn't DM that. Oh, okay, right. Technicality yeah. then. Uh, I love that, by the way, watching you on that. That was fucking great with, with Jack. And yeah. It was great. Yeah, that, that was really good. Cool. CC Dot Dot was a so fantastic uh, game master. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't realise how few of you had actually invited uh, to a game. Um, I'm pleased you all came <laughs> I along. I was invited. Yeah, just, I yeah. was invited, just not by you. I was invited by Cal. Oh. Um, yeah, it, it was like... Because that was it was really weird because it was I feel like it must have been it must have been just a bit of a fluke because 
that that Kyle happened to see me because I, I at that point I wasn't a cast member of Roller no. Damn Dice. I was working with Roller Damn Dice. Oh, no, I was absolutely. doing all the social like, media, yeah, and in the marketing and stuff. But they had asked, I had been asked if I wanted to do this little guest spot, um, and uh, I said yes, and playing the character which I now play full time in the Roller Damn Dice campaign as well, which is quite fun um, because now I'm an actual full full time player. Um, so yeah, you just happened to get like one of two streams that I was actually on. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, cause I remember being on it and then like two days later or something, get a message from this guy who I just, who, who I, I, I knew we were mutual followers, but I'd never actually interacted with before saying, Hey, do you want to play D and D like a campaign? And I was like, hey, go on it. Sounds good, because I'd never played a campaign either. Like that, this Homebrew Havoc's my first like campaign. Jesus Christ. So I was like, yeah, go on in. Which is also why when I made Cadis, because I was very new to D&D, I actually made her strength stat the highest stat because I didn't understand how spell casting (laughs) worked. And I was like, well, it makes sense for the character. Um, But luckily through leveling up, (laughs) uh, charisma is now what ended up being her actual highest. So that's fine. It all worked (laughs) out. But yeah. That sounds like a, a sort of familiar old story, doesn't it, Cal? Huh? What? The old monk <laughs> that whose whose highest stat wasn't Dex. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that was by choice. That was with the knowledge. That was because how can, how can I make him shit? Yeah. Uh, mine was just ignorance no, there was no choice there it wasn't ignorance it was it calculated was like... yeah fair enough um, well, I, I just say I'm glad everyone said yes because if a stranger on the internet approaches you and, and, and it's like and you know what people on the internet are like um, uh, so you know me? It, it's tricky to yeah I could find the message because I don't think me and Cal have actually spoken over Twitter no. <laughs> I literally saw you on that. I was like, "You're good." Quite <laughs> early on, when I realised that all the effort I'd put into the sh- the game was in marketing it and hyping it up, and none of the effort was to actually making any game, I brought in Lolly as sort of a mm-hmm. help me world build. It starts next week. Quickly. I just want to do something. <laughs> Um, who then sat me down and said, okay, what do we need to build a, war- a world? And I was like, names, towns, people, plots, an idea of what the fuck I'm doing. And she said, okay, pick a language and we'll build a world from that language. And, you know, that's what we did. Mm. We sat down for about two hours and cracked it all out. We cracked out the basics in the two hours. There was a lot more hours later. <laughs> yeah. No, I very much recall the night, actually, that Cal, that you asked Paul uh, about creating the concept of homebrew havoc, because he came in and was like, Lolly, hey, someone's just asked me to create a big homebrew thing with them. And he was super excited. I was like, oh, okay, awesome. I get teary now. I feel like I've created something beautiful here. Didn't have to call me out like that, Lolly, Jesus. <laughs> he was the catalyst. <laughs> hey, but, you know. Yeah, it worked, it worked. Well, you know, I just, you know, we're all part of a big community and this is what it's all about, isn't it? You know, and you get to know people and make memories, make friends to be cheesy. But, you yeah. know, this is how it is. 
to be fair as well um what was really cool for me is that because when you asked me which was like what mid early mid jan mm. 2000 like 2021 i think uh yeah. no 2022 even it would have been um and when you'd asked me i was in so me and Ollie, my partner, was still living with my parents. Mm. Not long before that, Ollie had just been offered a job, which meant we were able to move into our new place. I was about two weeks off from moving into said place and also having a new job, which meant I wasn't, I didn't work even, like random nights until like 10 o'clock at night. So it came at the perfect time for me because I probably wouldn't have been able to join in if I was still at my old job because I was working in a supermarket. So I would have had like no control over when my shifts were and like I was working until like 10 o'clock most nights. So wow. it worked out very, very nicely. Land it, um, Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I think that was, this was probably my first full campaign, actually. I hadn't completed a full campaign. And that's because I didn't ghost. Uh, just before anyone says anything, I ghosted for reasons. There's legit <laughs> fucking reasons for this. I just couldn't be, it wasn't because I couldn't be fucking asked. I just bugged it off. <laughs> the week because... the episode of Future Mods came out, Paul was checking the Discord. <laughs> is this like a foreboding? Is this, is this reasons? Shit. No, it was. It, five, yeah. five one Twitter shame if you just ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was basically I'd had a run-in with like group after group that had either fallen apart, it turned out to be shitty, or the game was just like not what it turned out to be. So it's just like whatever. So it was like let's just take a chance on this one because one at some point this has got to come good. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. But yeah, that was the first, and I was fairly new to D and D as well at the time. I had only been playing for about a year, maybe less than that. So. Again, likewise, came at the right time. So that was fortuitous, I would say. So what are some of your favourite moments from Homebrew Havoc? Can I say? request we go to Lolly, who had a vision in her mind and oh, yes. subsequently dismantled and destroyed? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. <laughs> what was your original vision for Antiso before we came along? <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Interestingly, actually, Antiso has a lot more solid vision for season two than it did for season one because season one I didn't have a lot of time to put it together. Um, <laughs> Forty-eight hours is a bit short notice. <laughs> it was, but you know that's all. Um, <laughs> no, I'll be honest. It was built with very much as being kind of a this is the basic. Let's see what they do, and it, chaos happened. So. We discovered that chaos was what it needed and just continue to let random crap be built and go, yeah, we'll work that in somehow. Yeah, we'll make a logic as to why that's happening now. I guess that's what goes on here now. So it started out and yeah, so going back phones, in time yeah. to do that is hard. Yeah, but now I assume you've got a lot of what has happened and then have you worked backwards for season two or have you kind of built upon and gone, actually, we'll keep that, keep that, that goes, that goes, but we'll build on this, this and so, that for season two. So some parts it's been, okay, we're going to, that. let's work out where that came from kind of thing, or step that back a bit. There's been some stuff that I've put in and gone, actually, what would be really funny is if that devolved and that evolved and it became that weird thing that came out of nowhere, that's now where it came from. So it was interesting trying to work out the origins of stuff, especially as mm. the origin is generally quite a serious origin that's then just gone to chaos. Because that's what happened. Yeah, we've uh, so there are some side plots that happened in season one that we're going to bring into the forefront in season two as that origin becomes 
more apparent. A prime example <laughs> is going to be the goose religion. Um, oh God! And the gunkening. Um, we've expanded on that probably far too much. Um, it's gonna it's gonna feature quite heavily in season two. Uh, the five page document coming your way. <laughs> the Bushmen of Antirso is something else we want to sort of explore and see what that's like. And because of the ages of all the characters, some of them are going to reappear. The um, not to give too much away, but the Abyssal Brothers might be very young. Uh, but Cadis and Stanley, who are elves and age at a different rate, um, they're still quite prevalent. Um, they're going to have to be interacted, and we're going to see how that goes. So this is me thinking. Um, this might this is a this is a thought I'm having right now. How many years before season two are we are we talking? Like roughly over a century, less than 130. Only just, only just less than 130. Hey, just probably be born. Yeah, we, we know. That into account. <laughs> There's going to mm. be a baby baby. That. Is that going to be like a royal baby? Like, oh my God, Charlotte. We <laughs> <laughs> um, get like the easel out. That's amazing. Charlotte. No more hints. No more hints. That's <laughs> fine. That's but yes, Pegasus is alive so in funny. season two. Oh my goodness. She is so, a, uh, a only, only downhill from there for you, gal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so going just just bearing Sorry. back then, going just going back then to Shiv's question, your your favourite bits. This is always the hard question. What was your favourite bit? Uh, I know mine, and I want to jump in before anyone else because I think people have got the same one. I love the face-off between Cadis and her family, right, and in, in their home, and when it all came to a head, what their mother her mother was doing, and all of that. I just thought, A, it was an awesome plot for that 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 section. I thought Tony did a great when she was ripping into her mother, I thought that was amazing. That was top to top tier role play. And um it was just a good story. And uh, I was just sat back just like, Oh my god, this is this is so good. Um but yeah, that's mine. Sorry, I know that would be something else's as well. <laughs> I, I really liked the um I really liked custards. The the hor- the what we thought was potentially going to be this horrible, disgusting, dystopian, dark, horrible demon baby just turned out to be three really cute otter kid babies with like powers that were very <laughs> similar to the characters, and it just ended up being a really wholesome storyline rather than a really quite monstrous monstrous one, uh, which was quite nice. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to say, I think we have. Yeah, because I think you were good. Paul was thinking about doing something horrible, and I only know this because Lolly told me <laughs> that you were planning on doing something horrible to my custard, and I can absolutely. But my plan was like, not the three babies. I can absolutely I guarantee you. Wow. I can absolutely guarantee you that if you would hurt my custard, I would have marched around to your house and found the nearest sharp implement and rammed it where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> there would have been there would have been blood i would have been so so upset um no custard custard babies were they were so cute i can't remember any of their names now but they were they had some adorable adorable names and this is so cute 
I've got the names. I've got the names of, written down. Of, of course. Tell me why I know yeah. mine. My one was called Oshawott because I named it after a poke, the po, uh, the otter Pokemon. Oh wow! Yeah. Because I have ah uh, so uh yeah Flen Flen F L E double N triple N. Was that cat? banjo? <laughs> Sounds like mine. Banjo, it mine. does. Oshawott. I think banjo was mine, wasn't it? Yeah. Sounds yeah, Badger is yours. And then Flen, F-L-E, Triple N. Uh, Sounds like mine. I think that's mine. It was. Yeah, yeah it, was like, it was like a big Flen. Fucking Flen. Three ends. They, they, wanted to play with, they wanted to play with some stones, like how Custard does. So, and because I got, uh, when um, Hooli was a guest DM. There was an absolute shit ton of loot from one of the things we found. Um, and I just had a load of gemstones, so I just gave the babies gemstone and then I gave Custard a moonstone. Yeah. It was it was nice to be given loot once during the campaign, you know? <laughs> it was a lot of loot to be fair. It was enough for the whole thing. It was! I'm just, I'm just trying to wind <laughs> I know, it. I know. Because it's so easy to do. Um, I think for me... Uh, one of my favourite moments was introducing Ali Tree, uh, one of my favourite NPCs, both personality-wise and voice-wise. I think that he was great. Um, and then you killed him. Yeah. Pour him on out Ali to, Tree. You have to squish him. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> I think the moment where I almost convinced you that... Um, oh, what was your friend called, Cal? With the fridge? What was the fridge called? Colin. Yeah, Colin. Well, I almost convinced you he could talk, but his voice on off button didn't actually work. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If a bit cruel. And every single time I convinced Tony that a 22 or 23 didn't hit, and she believed me. Yeah. Don't because my... in fairness, <laughs> the, like if you're if you're playing a high level campaign, sometimes it doesn't hit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you were saying something that was unreasonable. <laughs> So as well, you yeah. say, oh, does a sixteen hit? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm only kidding. It does. Like it was, <laughs> it's like along those levels. So I don't know, just giving you the benefit of the doubt. Otherwise, you're lying to my damn face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I enjoyed yeah, Emma's story believe. time with Kiva as well. I think Kiva's stories oh. were amazing. Yeah, no, I think so. I think that was, that was, yeah. I don't sit there and write these things in my spare time. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm up yeah. Time with Kiva is always yeah, been not. my favourite time, especially like the really early one with the unicorn and everything. I love the story so much. I also loved um, Drunk Hawthorne on a Roof. That was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah, it was good. Cause it was his sort of like trying to apologise to Kiva, but kind of being... Like I, Plastic. I don't know feelings. Who knows? I don't understand them. <laughs> I don't get these feelings things. Yeah. I don't know how to say sorry. I think the mines were cool as well, and in in Balor, yeah, like, the whole into the, the mines trap, yeah, yeah, that that trap and the um the nephrite uh, with the guy who was stuck in it and stuff mm. and crossing over that thing. It was just it was, baguette. yeah, all that stuff. It was just all oh, yeah. cool. 
I'll tell you what was interesting was that moment where do you, the guy that was trapped in Ephraim, do you club him to death or do you try and save him? It was that moment like you weren't sure yeah. what, what was the best choice of well, action. Yeah. Do you kill him or do you sort of try and be like, I've tried to save what? you. I, I'm what? not sure. Kill him? Wasn't we just trying to like no, knock him out. out? You knocked him out. Yeah, you knocked him out. But it was like, was that moment of do you want to knock him out or is he that badly gone? Do we just mm. end him, end his suffering? That mm. sort of. Like, the, really, won't any sort of choice that was made. The moral debate and the ethics of forced euthanasia. Unlocked a memory, uh, which is a completely, like, minor part of this campaign, had no actual relevance whatsoever, but was a surprisingly fun part for me, was role-playing a pigeon. That was like, on the way to Hawthorne's dad. Yeah. Hello. Stephen! Stay yeah, no, I really big. enjoyed role-playing a picture. It made me realise how much I enjoy mm. role-playing different animals. I think one of the things that I enjoyed, I liked, was the whole portrait shop. That just, was it a red herring? Was it just something weird? It just popped up, disappeared, popped up, disappeared. And it was like, what is going on here? Yeah, I was going how much that messed you guys. Yeah, it was just like, this is, this is weird. This doesn't, this is not right. We need to investigate more. And it was just, yeah. And they'd be like, gone in the I blink of an eye you're like shit that portrait <laughs> shot was the beginning of your villain arc so to speak as Hawthorne because mm. I distinctly <laughs> remember you going let's throw a chair through the window and investigate and like, please do not throw a chair through the window I yeah. haven't prepped that yeah. bit yet walk past it it's fine <laughs> That was that beginning of his well, villain arc that was episode yeah. 2 I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah it was it was very <laughs> early on <laughs> No, it was that moment where it's like, why have you got my picture? I don't like this. I'm I'm unsettled by this. Let's just rob it. Let's steal the pictures. Yeah. Smash the window, steal the pictures, and then we're all, we're all good. Yeah. Logic. Let's do some thief logic. <laughs> well, I steal them. They can't hurt me. Yeah. Now you don't have my picture. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. I have the picture. No, I have the power. Um. Yeah. So, uh, is is that all the, mo- the the exciting moments or the favorite moments? I should say. I like the um. Uh, I like Sir Groin. Um, oh, yep. Yeah. The company pulling out for Sir Groin. Yeah, pulling out for him. Steak themed um stripper male yeah. stripper. Oh, and steaky pig. No. Yeah, steaky yeah, pig. Yeah, I do. I thought I wasn't sure if he was one of those saved. All steak themed NPCs were no longer. We saved Kronk. We saved Kronk, and then we saved the Abyssal Brothers. Well, no, uh, correction, Cadis did it. Cadis yeah. saved them with a really good I would have been interested. I would have been interested how that would have affected things if one of the Abyssal Brothers had died, how big that would have been to yeah. the world itself. Yeah. I like if it had any impact the goose prank on Dodo um, yeah. and getting him to make out with a goose. And make I did cool. not appreciate that I part. Did <laughs> um, especially since I had no idea where I was going with that until the very moment I said it was a prank. I was like, I don't know how far <laughs> we can take this or what we're going to be doing, but hey ho, let's do it. Yeah, I get carried away. <laughs> so I have wonderful, wonderful memories. Speaking of getting carried away, Cal, of Dodo attempting to distract and get away from Cadis's father into the alley to speak to Colin, and therefore <laughs> coming up with the cannon that he requires Colin to help him pee. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we spoke about this before. It was is the whole letter, the letter that we don't know whether Cadis's dad got it or or in Pike got it. We never found out. We never found out. It's just poor fucking with me. That's yeah. all that is. That's yeah, all. That's all I think I would do. Yeah, absolutely. 
See, I'm thinking about back on knees, and I'm thinking, oh, my favorite bit was the wholesome character growth between Kiva and Hawthorne because, like, I like that kind of stuff. I like it was beautiful. And and then he fell off the roof. Um, <laughs> and then she gave him a, a very, very valuable item of hers. And it was like, oh, it's so lovely. And we actually did a show where we talked about that platonic sort of affection there. And it was like, oh, I love that. And then Cannon. Cannon's the Cannon. Oh, yeah. I... You destroyed my fucking Cannon trap. You absolutely yeah. obliterated it. I'm like, well, okay, I guess that's yeah. it. As three cannons go hurtling towards their face. Ah, uh, well, apparently the damage, the, the size of a damaged dice of a cannon is like 20d6 or something like that. So um, they were going to die. Um, that was fun. That was complete. I, Honest to God, normally, in reality, cannons are usually chained to the floor. But then I, re- I didn't re- remember as we were going through, these cannons wouldn't normally be there. So, of course, they're not going to be chained to the floor. <laughs> and it was one of those moments where I was like, oh. Yeah. Bye-bye cannons. No more cannons. I, oops. I think it was the. I think one of the one of the things that made me laugh. I think it was the. Um, it was Cal's evil doppelganger, like dying nearly within five minutes of being on the field. Going, help me! I'm nearly dead. Lily, <laughs> yeah, Lily, help me! I'm nearly dead. Okay. Yeah. Like, what was out of action for like five minutes after that. He was just laughing on camera. It was so funny. I yeah. like couldn't breathe, and it was yeah, it's hilarious. He's like, help me, Lily! I'm nearly dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Wow. I felt, felt terrible. Felt terrible about that. Also felt terrible about our evil doppelgangers doing Oh yeah, quite... we nearly, nearly killed Dodo. Yeah, we really kind of we kind of really split the kind of wheat from the chaff in that in that pairing up, didn't we? Yeah. Like you, you pulled the short straw with me there, Tony, sorry. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't exactly much use as myself in one of them. I don't remember being that great. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was great. Like, after doing anything, I thought it was some of the best sessions we've ever done. Oh, <laughs> honestly, I thought about with your popcorn. Yeah, I like, there's the initiative order. You guys go at it. And let me know if anyone dies, I'll delete the token. Um... Honestly, I, I was watching it going, I think I'm going to have to take out some of my damage dice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take well, out yeah, my damage a, dice. Um, there was a real problem of like, Dodo could actually be dead in a minute. This is terrible. And, I, you know, because obviously you go into this thing, you're the bad guys, you're supposed to be going in there to win. And we got, you know, we just didn't got too well. I think, I think, yeah, Shiv and I may have didn't pull our uh, punches and we should have done. I'll do that again and I won't. I'll split the pairings up a bit more evenly next time. Yeah, because they got those guys didn't have any heels whatsoever. It was like no, what? that was a yeah, no, of Um, I'm pretty sure wasn't it one of was it doppelgangers who um healed didn't have, didn't have one of the one of your doppelgangers heal the other doppelganger or something like that. I yeah, yeah, I, think so. I yeah. healed yeah I healed Boromir at one point. Yeah, because Boromir couldn't because Boromir was a fighter, not a cleric, yeah. so he Correct. couldn't heal. Um, I could heal with my fist. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you want some medicine? Um, that's, yeah. That's partly why I gave my potions to Dodo because I was like, "Okay, have, have some potions." It <laughs> uh, was a it was a weird pairing, but yeah. I think that was because we went went for one slightly more punchy, fighty type with a spellcaster because Kiva's not 
was never a punchy fighty gonna you know i'm never ever gonna get in close quarters with anyone i think i used my bow like three times mm. and my bow at, yeah. the, at the end that's like across two sessions i used it three times and that was it and i think that's how it got kind of got split like that and yeah, it should have one caster was the entire was the point yeah yeah and well yeah what I didn't realise was the power dynamic was completely off when I split them. <laughs> well, yeah, because I figured out, yeah, Hawthorne has some really big stuff that he can do quite... <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah. It was, you were reading me, like, we kind of chatted about it briefly before the mm. session. And she was like, I can do this, and then this, and this, with a bonus action, and then this. Oh, and by the way, my AC is 20, or whatever it was, and I was like... yeah. So it's just like a badger tank rolling around the battlefield. <laughs> come, come at me. Yeah. Government that Never a fair foot. Moving on from that, was ever, was there ever a bit where, where you were, throughout the whole season, where you're a little bit like, I'm not sure about this. I think I think we've bitten off more than I can chew. Hmm. Other than, other than, there was other one than... where I thought I was on death saves. Yeah. I was on death saves and I rolled a nat one. During the death save, and I thought, "Oof, this might be the end of Cadis if I roll one more." You know, was, was that when 10. we had Katie as a guest it player? It was, yeah. And you guys went to the no-no yeah. map, which was uh, significantly more powerful than anything you dealt with before. Um, yeah. So that's right. The numbers were a bit skewed and did a lot more damage than I thought. But it was okay because KT had created a higher level character as yes. well because she was told that we were higher level than we were because you'd been playing, you were DMing two campaigns at the same time. Yes. Um, and got the, just got the numbers mixed, which which helped us massively. So, In the words of Bob Roth, we don't make mistakes, they're happy accidents. Happy accidents. Hi, KT. Hi, KT, absolute legend. We're just uh, having a reminisce here with our... Wonderful hosts. Another fantastic moment in that base. I decided to just fuck you to an NPC and banish them to another realm. But being a slightly more obsessive groupie than you might think. That was so Desiree. Yeah. Toxic behaviour had to be punished. Um, (laughs) Quite simply. It's like, man. Not just anything. Bye. I think a thousand feet in the air and left to fall. Uh, yeah, it was the plane of air. Yeah. And I went, yeah, let's send you there. Terminal velocity will sort this out. <laughs> Everybody else in the campaign has lived except for her. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, and that yeah. peasant he slapped one time. Yeah, yeah. killed and uh, Kiva had to heal very quickly. Yeah. I, I have another favourite moment, if I if okay. I may. Please go for it. Dodo fine for personally, personally for me. Dodo finally being able to fly that one time. Um, and that was good. That was good. That was yeah. wholesome. It was like this epic anime battle falling from the sky, and um, yeah, that, that that was cool. But it was it was cool. That was, was planned fun. so far ahead. Yeah, it was really fun to role play that. Uh, it was good. It was good shit. I enjoyed. What was? Yeah, what what about, was no, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say. Well, what about your oh no moment? The the moment where you really was like oh no. Uh, my own no moment is probably session zero when I first met all of them. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, no, that makes sense. Like it all. That makes sense. When, when I click send to Tony. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. Ouch. I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> Singed. I'm joking. Did, did you have an oh no moment? Yeah, I think it was uh, session zero. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. 
I think it's every time he got into a battle because Dodo was so weak. I don't know how many times. The thing is, even things that could potentially have powered Dodo up early on, lower level, before he got, I think, his purity of body as a monk. Yeah. The drinks he has, there's more of a risk of him being passing out drunk, which happened when we had the fight in the city when it was being burnt down. Yeah. Um, yes. And I thought, oh dear. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think this is a bit... I've made a homebrew thing that is just like early on, really not beneficial if you wanted to. But later on, I guess really good. So, um, but yeah, I think that moment for me, um, in particular in the city when he got passed out, that was a bit scary for me. Uh, I just want to double check, KT, have you watched the final episode? Because this will contain spoilers. I know you told me you'd watched it, but they took a break for the Tuesday game. So I just want to double check she has watched it. Not all of it. Oh, well, good. Okay. Okay, so have you seen the bit at the beginning? Like, have you seen the first half up to the break? Oh, she said that's on me, so spoiler ahead. Spoiler ahead. All of you died at the end. Um, (laughs) And the master just murdered you and then came out on your screen. (laughs) Okay, then. Paul. Did you have one of those butt puckery moments where you looked at all of us and you looked at what was going on and you just kind of went, oh no, I, uh, I, uh, my I wife's going to divorce me. <laughs> not really. I think the close, oh, um, not for you guys in the loveliest way. You guys were pretty much always safe. The only time I had a shit, my wife is going to divorce me was when I fit when we all thought we had accidentally banished custard the offer to another plane of existence. Mm. And I didn't really oh, know yeah. how to bring him back. <laughs> Cause it was the time we sent Ailey back to her own world due Oh, that to... was to the yeah. Fay World, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And the ruling of the spell is it goes back to whatever your Wherever home you're world from. is. And if mm. you're not from another home world, you just get banished into a different one. And I was like, well, Otter is on Cadis. Uh, yeah, Cadis. Kiva, sorry. Kiva. Kiva. And Kiva has been banished, so Custard will be banished. Custard is not from uh, the Feywild, so he will go to a random plane. I'm like, mm, we may have just killed Custard. And I got messages fucking everywhere. Jack <laughs> came up. Oh, don't you dare, don't you dare. I didn't do it, okay? Oh, I wasn't me. I nearly did it. I didn't do it. And then you read the spells like, oh, and they pop back after 20 seconds or so much. Um, and like, oh, okay, he just comes back. He is now pregnant. And you guys are like, what? I thought he was male. Like, yeah, he is. I'm sure this will go somewhere. <laughs> At some point. It was cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what, what about you, Lily? What was yeah. your... As a mod, you were sat there hurling abuse at your <laughs> What was your biggest butt puckering moment? I mean, that was definitely one of them. I'm there, they're just like, don't you? Do-? Oh God, that is a surprise question. <laughs> trying to think of all the times that I was angrily sending him messages now, which is surprisingly often, actually. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, in, in the final, final episode, that final fight, I was just like, <laughs> with the moment of. Um, What's what's Kiva gonna do? Is she what deal is she gonna go with? And the shock of everybody when he went, Yeah, it's gone that way. I'm just like, 
It went what way? Chuffing what? What? Why what is happened? everyone so convinced? Everybody was so damn convinced that, you know, I'm just going to say, I fucking didn't get an ounce of sleep over those two weeks. I'm just going to tell you lot. Because I agonised over this shit for two fucking weeks. Because on the one hand, it's daddy, it's her dad, you know, she wants to save her dad. On the other hand, it's the master. She doesn't want to be taking out the fight and leaving you a man down so that you guys get absolutely, like, clusterfucked by an evil bastard. So what? I was like... <laughs> For so, what it's worth, you were never going to be taken out of the park. Two weeks of two weeks of no sleep, guys. Hope you appreciate that. That evening, I was so tired, I was over emotional. I slept fine. I'll screw you. You always do. I would like to highlight a wonderful moment that was in another beautiful example of the chaos that is Cal's wonderful, wonderful role-playing improv that he brings into it. Um, when Dodo was having a meal made for him and he requested the waiter. To be on the... He wanted, he wanted, yeah. he wanted a mouse and he wanted him to yeah. fly around in the dark for him. To run it around so he could yeah. chase it. Stacey Peach's uh, hireling. He wanted him to... That just felt like some... Yeah. I just felt like some weird kink that he was getting off on or something. It's like weird. Like, what? Why is he doing this? I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun. I thought Owl, he likes a challenge, like a prey and might turn off the lights and chase the waiter around while he tries to avoid him. That guy um, quit that day. He was done. I'm not surprised. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> No, I think um, my moment was that fight in the town when it was burning because a lot was going on. A lot was happening. We all got kind of split off into different areas. I think Hawthorne went to defend a bridge and he was like fucked by the end of it. He was, yeah, like, you were. Like, you bad. Were hard. Yeah, he was like very low. I was like, if I get hit one more, I'm down. I think that was just the <laughs> dice worth against you then. Yeah, it was. I rolled poorly. Hard. Yeah, I rolled really shit for saves and stuff, and you rolled really well. And it was you were quite far away from us, weren't you? Like, yeah, you were, like, I was, was the that bridge. Yeah, I was defending that bridge because there was guys over that side. Um, Cadis and you guys were one side. Kiva was on top of a building, so I was out of range of getting heals or from, yeah. from K- um, Kiva. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> New rule for season two. None of you are allowed names that start with the same letter. It's obviously just too goddamn confusing, all right? Well, I had A to Z, there's 26, there's only four of you. Just pick different starting letters, all right? Well, just wait till season two, then. We've got a surprise for you. Everybody has hand clap. All spelt slightly differently. Mine's yeah. got yeah. Uh, 12 Vs. <laughs> Mine's got <laughs> several, yeah, a Y and an N in it. Yes, yeah, yeah, an Mine's spelt with a K. Yeah. Oh, hello. I've got uh, another moment of, of terror, if that's all right, if I may yeah, throw it in. Yeah, sure. I don't know how much time you guys have, are planning for this. We're probably over yeah. it. Um, Whatever. Ice cream mimics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so stubborn that I literally let ice cream mimics just like nom away at me until the manager came out <laughs> and, and apologised. So ordered the seven heaven one as well so you got seven ice cream mimics whereas everybody else only got two or three it was poor dodo just like no i want to speak to the manager and yeah hey this has just spent the entire fucking combat session not really fighting just grating balls of ice cream off of dodo and throwing them against the wall those ice cream mimics were fun i'd forgotten about those yeah 
this, this, yeah. the thing is this campaign was full of moments like that you had the naked tree people um uh you had um dodo on the the trily thing that we did and all of that stuff and it was all loads of little moments like that it was really good um the uh was it hawthorne and cadis who did the uh the train pitch yes yeah. Yeah. yeah, train pitch. Is yeah. that built yet? I guess so. it was built before the end of the uh, season. It was done. It wasn't it built the following been. day, like the Hawthorne originally thought. But it was definitely another great moment. I'm so sorry. And it was Cal. It was you again. But I think it's because oh, you fucked up. Right? You got you right. specifically was split, and I can't remember why. But you came running back and you told the other three all these secrets of this discovery you'd done about uh, Mother Kate, uh, Mother Zaleri. And me and Shiv both looked at the camera like, he knows Mother Zaleri is standing there. Like, she's just that got a good. therapy session from Shiv. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then went, you know she's there. And you went, fuck, and ran off and you went to hide. And she was Yeah. Most I, I do fuck up a lot, um, and that's not going to change. That won't change. So, so I have thought. I have thought of one of my more oh my god moments actually outside of the final. Yeah, and it was partly because it was one of the sessions that Paul was not DMing. So I have no ability. To, Don't you dare! Because it was when Jack was in charge and he was presenting you with your with your Nicolavi and your various horrifying uh, creatures on there. Like these are scary. And oh my god. Him from killing you. Oh no! Charm yeah, monster has never come in more handy <laughs> ever. Because I'm pretty sure we end. Because like after session was over, we like finished up. We were chatting to Jack, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." Because they were spicy. You chose the right one to not to like. Because oh, it was, was a like big one, wasn't it? It's the really big it one. Was, like, the fact okay, the fact then the yeah. fact then yeah. the one that's half in and half out of reality. Yeah. Yeah, because it had like yeah. almost twice the amount of hit points. It was like proper big damage, beefy. big damage, yeah. big damage compared to the other two, which is saying so, something. I'm not gonna lie. In the mythology, that's a horrible, horrible creature. Anyway, the Nakalavi is, you know, nasty, but the Fakrin is just like, and those, all of those were just like Kiva's ultimate nightmares, just all in one session, just. Every nightmare Kiva has ever had. Bang. There you go. Let's just fucking ram it all in there. And then I was like, oh, oh no. No, that was that was another one was the red caps in that as well were deadly. They were horrible because I think Hawthorne got a chunk bitten out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why the caps are red, yeah, you know? They're horrible, yeah. No, I... I quite liked the, the Zaleri sort of therapy session. That just made me laugh because it was just like, well, you know, how's tell me about your relationship with your children then. Tell us more. I'm having a discussion about whether or not restoration would uh, cure would, would help with that. Yeah, great. Would normal restoration or greater restoration do anything? Yeah. And then it was like, well, both your children have left. What kind of mother does that make you? <laughs> I recall, you know, you didn't that the debut of Dodo's assless chaps as well. Yeah. It was. It was when Katie made them. Yeah, that was right. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. yeah. They were glorious. So, question for Lolly here. Were there parts of Antirso in season one that we never got to that you wished we had? 
so there was nowhere that I was kind of like, oh no, you never got to go there. And I made this ready. The stuff that I've now made that I'm like, I can't wait for you to go there. But that's more of it because again, I it was kind of bare bones. Yeah. Respectively, so. So no, that's good. Were, if I may hijack that question, there were two places that you guys never went at the right time, would be better description. So mm-hmm. we would have liked to have gone back to the fighting pits again. Because the there was a person there, a new champion, if you remember. Yeah. Oh, Hamish. yeah. Hamish? Uh, I don't remember their names. Um, Hamish sounds right, because we've got a, a stool downstairs that's called Hamish. Um, yes. The reasoning for that was that person had a pet dog. Sorry, do you mean stool as in chair or stool as in something else? Yes. Yes. Oh, guess, is it one of the violent cow ones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I... I I don't know why, but when you said Hamish, I was like, oh, it's one of them Highland Cow ones, yeah. and I just knew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, when still like, what of a bag of shit? The fighter <laughs> has a dog, and it's going to be a mixed-breed dog, and the whole idea was that Ailey's character had never seen a mixed-breed dog, because in the Feywild... Um, Not the they type didn't... of breed one that was. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the Feywild is kind of like, you You kind of get your Feyhound, and then you get Corgis. Yeah. That's um, they don't really yeah. breed into so breed. You're going to mix well. like a Great Dane in a Shih Tzu, something crazy like that, and see what happens. It was going to be something really weird and uh, odd. A Shit yeah. Dane. A Shit Dane, Dane yeah. yeah. Um, or Great Shit. Or Great, <laughs> or great Shoe. You know, it was going to be confusing. Um, the other place that I would have liked to have gone was the observatory in Battle Belmore. Uh, for no oh, yeah, other reason than I had a really good map. Oh man, yeah. I think I got we we it got touched upon, it got talked about, and then we kind of it just never came up again. And I think we just got us... also yeah. there's another owl there, person. What? Yeah, he's gonna be a barn why owl. Did, why What's did his he name? like? Hey, Bobo, oh. Bobo, <laughs> Bobo the barn owl. It's my it's his doppelganger. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys never went, so you never got to meet her. Okay, so. Something that I was always like, ha, about. You gave me a list of locations for these trees, like sister trees to the to the talking tree with the naked tree people. I never got to go to any of them. And I'm like, what would have happened if I had? Uh, excellent question. You don't know, do you? Not a clue. There you go, then. Um, <laughs> something would have happened together would have probably given you more and more information about why you had to leave the Feywild when you did, about the prophecy, about your destiny, so to speak, how to get your markings, and potentially how to get back. It's probably where I would have so, so all of that would have been actually quite fucking useful. Um... Yes, <laughs> yes, it would. But you've got most of the information eventually anyway. Uh, in the last session, after two weeks of crying. Um can't give you everything all the time, Ellie. Some information <laughs> with the Benes. Um You got the prophecy and you got told that you were gonna stop a war. I made up the prophecy. Oh goodness. Yeah. Um I uh, trees. That's not, <laughs> um that's trees. I, I do have a question, if I if I may take over the questioning portion of Please, the go for it. Go for it. Ask away. Obviously I've mentioned before. Uh, we all had ses- one-on-one session zeros uh, yes. with each other, where discuss your characters, your arc, everything. 
do you yep. think that most of it happened? Do you think I deviated too much from it? Do you think um, yes? I need to raise Cadis hand? was meant to. Cadis was meant to get on with her parents. Right, <laughs> right, and that didn't happen. No, no. Funnily enough, no. didn't happen. Well, I felt that was for the better, though. I thought that worked in your favour. Yeah, Again, just, that was my favourite thing. Ask you yeah. so. the time. Can we switch it up a little bit? I did ask you the time. Yeah. Good. Can we switch it up? Not, can my parents... Can your parents... Do you mind if your parents are evil? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a slight imbalance there because yeah, it was like, can I not get my parents or can they just be like terrible tyrants <laughs> of this city? When I was coming up with the concept of Cadis and her... Well, Cadis's family, in my head, I was like, well... Cadis is not your typical royal, like, noble. Cadis is a bit more kind of out there, adventurous, you know, uh, not, like, doesn't stick to the rules or whatever. And in my head, I was like, oh, I, what I don't want, what I want to avoid is the trope of her parents hating her because of it or her parents really disliking her because of it. I was trying to really avoid that trope. So I was yeah. like, her parents are like maybe try not to get like shit faced to all of our events but we're not upset about you going off and traveling and yeah. not necessarily wearing the right clothes and garb and stuff it was so it was going to be like a it was in my head it was going to be quite a nice relationship they had even if it was a bit like hey Cadis, maybe don't t- do shots the 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 chancellor yeah. of the whatever is over there um kind of more relationship more of a more of a slight eye roll and a what she like kind of thing She's um, like the black sheep well, that we'll tolerate. It's fine, yeah. yeah. But they, they still loved hate. her and were like... Yeah. <laughs> they they thought you were a perfectly fine child. It was only when you find out they were slight murderers that they became... I mean... You know I mean, you, I could like? have, you could have you could have role played that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Some of the things that Cadis's mother said to her during homebrew havoc was fucking horrible. Um, <laughs> But I tell you what I liked though. The theory was that she was jealous yeah. of Cade because yeah. Cadis had this power that was in the family somewhere. And I think we discussed sister. about this. And it, her sister was had the power, and it like skipped a generation or something yeah. like that. I think that something kind of like... rounded it out. It was kind of like ah, now there's some obviously generational jealousy going on here. I'm not, I'm not saying it didn't work, and it definitely no, no, no. worked really well as the storyline, but it very, very, very much deviated from what I was originally created in my head as the vibe. And right. and yeah, Paul did did say, like, are you okay with it's it? And I was okay, like, yeah, yeah. yeah fine. Um, I don't think the extent of it was necessarily told. Was it, You didn't ex- go to the extent of it, but if you had had, it would have ruined the surprise. Yeah. So, fair it enough. It kind of worked. Yeah, it worked out that way. Uh, and there was one yeah. point where you said um, to me, Tony, this thing that you've done was a bit far. Can you not do that again? I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly, that. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't I even Shiv, yours was I basically can't. just you want to kill your dad and your brother, so you were fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of vaguely told, but I didn't have much of it worked out at that point. I think I think it was just like but, I'll get back to you, but this is where I'm going. With. Yeah. Reveal of that another fantastic moment because. We had just hammed up how much of an only child Hawthorne was. And then all of a sudden, in the police cell, you met his brother. Um, And he shared you did an amazing job of role-playing your backstory, your time with your brother (laughs) and your dad, um, and revealing all those things. And everybody Mm. immediately hated your brother. Immediately. Um, When I got to take over, when 
Hooli was DMing. Don't get me wrong, I think that my attitude drove me helped. Um, and I didn't <laughs> like that for a long while. Um, but yeah, everyone immediately hated your brother and your father. I think that is mostly mm. down to your role playing. So mad props on that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, and I just threw him off I... the roof, didn't you? Uh, you know? uh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, you threw did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoilers, Don. Don. But yeah, no, I think it was because it was just like, let's try and make him as scumbaggy as possible. <laughs> yeah. And go from there. But yeah, no, I, th- I think that was, the, yeah, that was the moment that I was like, this is kind of like a different sort of turn in Hawthorne now. Mm. Sort of bits of his history have been revealed. Everybody's like, wait a minute, I thought this guy said he was, you know, an only child. What the fuck? Yeah. There's a few sort of gasping like, what the? Yeah. We is he a liar? Quite extensively leading up to it. Uh, yeah. There was a lot there of, was a lot of work chance, that went into but, that. Yeah. Um, as I did with all of you for your own movements, um, I think. Mm. Dodo was the only one I didn't tell that I was going to let him fly because I, I knew Cal was ready for it. I would take it on his own wings. Um, but we, me and Lolly were like, this is going to be the moment. This is where he's going to fly. Um, and yeah. I knew all along there was going to be a moment where he could fly. It wasn't it to save... Um... Was it Cadis who was falling or something? No, because she yeah. cast fly on herself. Yeah. And you were saving me, weren't you? Cause that, that was it. Yeah, you know, I was keeping a hold on. So yeah. Yeah. someone in danger. Yeah. 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 You were like, oh, and happened to manifest it. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. And uh, as far as um, whether Dodo was, you know, the backstory I gave you and whether it lived up to what, I mean, I kept it really fucking vague, yes. to be honest, because yes. I was just like, I want to just see what you do. But, <laughs> Fill in the um, blank. There was, yeah. there was the, you know, there was Llewellyn, who he lost, there was his mentor, and he's going to find him, come across it at some point. No idea what he was going to do when he found him. But I, I just wanted to see him. Because I got to play yeah, a little bit. So we ended up just hanging out with him <laughs> and having some laughs, and then he disappeared. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, all right, I'll see you around. Uh, but then, you know, but it was it was good. I I, I just I, I don't want to like say, oh, you have to do it by the letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just no. like to say, here's a basic idea of why Dodo is where he is. See what you can do without Paul, and uh, it was fun. I think that's a good thing about backstories that you try and keep it as loose as possible. Yeah. So then there's the ability for the DM to time kind of do things within those parameters to an extent. And also you can be like, actually let's build on this by adding this and then that, and it becomes like a collaborative effort to, for the backstory. Um, Here's a question. Is there any things you regret that your characters did or did not do? Fucking shit loads. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I come away from stream <laughs> having Dodo done something, whether it be a, sentient fridge and doing his zipper <laughs> or um getting dodgy school tea from uh and all these weird things that happened and i think was that too was that too weird <laughs> was that, where's the line was that too oh, like, that's, I remember was, the, tea, the dodgy school tea yeah it was like and it was a whole thing it was just like oh colin's not allowed within 20 feet of a school and it's just like <laughs> where's this like, going yeah so and i think yeah, the presentations. Yeah, it's like, why did I say that? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. But yeah, so basically, I say a lot of stupid shit, but you guys roll with it, and yeah. it's all good fun, and it turns it's around. And, so, um, because I come from that improv background, and it's like I just say what's on my fucking mind, and <laughs> it gets me into a lot of trouble. But uh, nice to have you guys around to. Roll with my stupid shit, so thank you all very much. 
was there any regrets from Cadis? Was there anything that she, you as the player, were like, oh, I wish she had done this or wish she had done that? think so i think i was i think kate is a pretty good a pretty decent run to be honest i think maybe uh, that time you destroyed a fish tank um that was pre the campaign though so that was fine <laughs> and it was okay because the fish was out for cleaning so to like the fish was taken out and and was safe because it needed cleaning so that was fine never fish um, no, it was fish tank you never bought him a fish tank that's shocking. Fish tank. You know what? Can I we think go back and change my pre? Two, you're going to destroy Retcon. the fish tank. That's what it's going to be. That's going to be the catalyst. I... We'll have a one shot where you we just go to a pet shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like just like shop. yeah, just like some sort of aquatic shop and be like, like in really old age, old owl, and old old uh, Eladrin elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or probably the same looking Eladrin elf. Oh, she probably is. Yeah. She really old. Yeah. Cadus. Yeah. Dodo with like cataracts or something being led around. Yeah. Sorry, come on, Grandad. What about you? You're Shem? older than me, Cadus. What about you, Shim and Ailey? Did you have any regrettable moments? Um, regrets. I think Hawthorne, I think regrets is Hawthorne didn't really spend a lot of time with Cadus. Oh, yeah. There was not a lot of crossover there. It was kind of little bits here and there, but not a lot of time was spent together or the on their own. The only time we spent together, the characters spent together, yes. was when we split off, the gonkening happened, and then the yes. next time we were together, we were um, the up. doppelgangers. Yeah, you were That's right. and your yeah. real selves were tied up. Yeah, yes. ourselves. So we didn't actually get to like. Yeah, because I asked you. There both. wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of crossover at all. No, I asked no. you both. Do you want to play the doppelgangers next session? And I didn't tell Ailey and uh, Cal that that's what they were going to do. So you two went yeah. in there, and you got you guys knew that you were playing the doppelgangers, and that's what you were yeah. doing. Mm. And you trying. Yeah. That was displayed. really fun. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that, I think that's. I generally didn't. I didn't figure it out for a while, and then <laughs> I yeah. had my suspicions. Well, I'm not going to lie; I had my suspicions from very early on because it was one of those sessions where I was just like, "Hang on, something you said just then didn't make sense." And Lolly knows this because she's she's a player in my game. She knows that I play with words. I use phrases that mean more than one thing. And it's up to the players to sort of figure it out. So for me, words, it's just like, hang on, Hawthorne wouldn't have said that. And it was just, it was just these little things. And I was like, no, that's, that's niggling me. But how would, Kiva would notice because she's a bard. She's a yeah. fucking bard. She does words and songs and stories. And, you know, she's really close to Hawthorne. And I was like, right, so how would Kiva figure this out? Wait a minute. Where's his grey hair gone? <laughs> <laughs> Where did the chin fuzz go? Where's it gone? And it's like just for badger combing. Just, just for badger the combing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just midlife badger. Yeah, like midlife crisis badger comes out with a ponytail on a sports car. But then there was a bit. There was like, okay, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, that is believable, but <laughs> it's Hawthorne, and no, <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, hmm. 
nah, nah. Yeah. And then I got left alone. And I did that on purpose. I stayed behind and got left alone on purpose because I thought, okay, they're going to go after the weakling. And back at that point, I wasn't confident in what Kiva could do because she was very much a support, very much a buff other people kind of character. You know, she didn't actively engage in the fight unless she really had to. So I thought, okay, well, the doppelgangers would naturally see her as the weak link because she doesn't belong in the world. She doesn't know anything. She's naive and stupid. So, okay, I'm going to stay back and see what happens if I separate everybody out. And then... That was the trap that you set up. Yeah, yeah, that was... He he was was just basically like, aha. And then then Doromir was over there like, aha, you're in my trap. And I'm like, or are you in my trap? Because that's when I planted the thorn on Boromir. You've got who here? I guess yeah, that's that's cool. good. Uh, because of the author. Can you see? And he's like, yes, I can. Hello, I can see. This is great. I can see. Like, no, no, this is great. Can I can you see? see? Yes, I can see. I'm so good at this. I'm so good at this seeing me. But it was like that, because my biggest regret for Kiva was that I, for a long time, felt that she just wasn't very useful. For the longest time, I was convinced that she was just not useful. Um, You pretty much saved their asses during the biggest battle in the city. You had that huge thorn wall and everything. <laughs> we would have been that screwed. That was accidental. I didn't realise it was going to do that much damage. <laughs> what it's worth, yeah, but it blocked everything, and that was either at the fight. You as a player, your stuff was the most irritating. No, I also think Cadus's storm sphere thing was really effective at oh, times as well. That was really like shit area effect stuff there. Stormsphere is one of my favourite spells now. It's so good because it's a concentration spell, and yeah, it's cost you an action. It costs you an action and not a massive amount of damage to 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 like cast it initially. But then once it's up, because it's a bonus action and you're not casting a spell, is that yeah? Bonus it just sits there, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. still that. Oh god, it's fucking brilliant. So you can do that a big heavy spell for your action and fucking bring this bad boy in. Oh, recommend yeah. ten out of ten spell. Honestly, but like a, yeah. I th- honestly though, I was convinced that you know right up. All the way up until the Alison Boromir, uh, where where we were playing the doppelgangers. Right up until that episode, I was late in the game. Then I was convinced that I'd just built a useless character because I was like, I don't do anything. I don't do damage. That? I don't do. Yeah, but you did things, you know, you went in, you got involved, and I was like, I just stand back here and I I shit fireflies. You pissed out. In the middle of all the biggest battles. That was comedy gold, though. So, you know, we've got to give him that. That was comedy gold. I thought but, Kiva was a badass. I really yeah. did. Right up until I played Alison. And I switched a spell out because Alison wouldn't have been Fey-touched. She would have been Shadow-touched. So I switched out some of, like, I only switched out, like, one spell or something like that. And I never used it. All of those spells are spells that Kiva had. And I just suddenly went, oh, bollocks. <laughs> that's that's really mean. You were the first person to strike a blow on Kronk when you thought he was beating up Daddy. Oh, no, I bet. Oh, yeah, the first moment that I pegged Kiva as an actual badass is when she spied Kronk hit Daddy and she just went full feral. I'm going. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just going to say it's like in real life. If you touch my family or my dog, I am going to fucking rip your throat out. <laughs> just, that's basically the, the. I was like, you punched my daddy. 
prepared to die. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but genuinely, I honestly thought the only thing Kiva was good for was story time with Kiva for quite a long time. No, silly sausage. Incorrect. You you could not be more wrong. Yeah. Um. Okay, I do have hmm? a question, mostly to help me world-build Halenbrew Havoc Season 2. Is there Ooh. anything that you didn't get to do in Season 1 that you wish you did? And while mine is always fight a dragon, I've never fought a dragon in D&D, I want to. Um, so is there like a moment or an arc or a spell <clears throat> or a monster you want to fight in Season 2? And this is your opportunity to bring it to life, so take it now. Um... Hmm. That's, that's a, a tricky, tricky one. one. That's a tricky one. That is tricky. If you can't think because... of one, you can answer it later. But no, I I think so. Something like giant related, like a storm giant, something like that, yeah. would be quite cool. Like epic. Yeah, we had that. Like, yeah. like... What was it in the keep? It was it was a Jotun. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, that that was so funny because I don't think it did any damage to any of us. No, it didn't. Do melee. And um, we kept far enough away from it. It could only move like ten foot at a time, which was brilliant. So we just all like, we're gonna stand back. Yeah, yeah. If it was something like something like something like a a storm giant or something like that, just something epic like coming out the clouds or something, that would be that would be sick. Actually, that would be cool. That would be like shit. What would you do? I already know where it's gonna be and how it fits in. I've got it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, perfect. See. That's a tough question for me because I've been doing, I've been playing D and D and tabletop games a very long time. I have been playing since I was fourteen. That's more than twenty years. So for me, I have seen everything. Yeah. I have literally gone up against. I've gone up against a dragon. I've gone up against a, to, uh, a tomb tapper. I've gone up against giants. I've gone up against frost wolves and shadows and all of them i've gone up against pretty much everything in the monster manual so yeah that's really really difficult for me because even if you you know reskin it i've still fought it before i want someone to come up with something completely and utterly brand new sorry katie I want somebody to come up with something 100% original that isn't, you know, not based on, you know, just, just bring me, just, I want to see something so different that I'm just going to be like, okay, what the fuck? And Lolly, because, you got that? You got it? It's literally just because at this point, lots of things are just either reskinned other things or are based off of things that I already know because mm. I've, I've been around, even the Nukalave that Jack did, I kind of, because I knew the myth, yeah. because I've experienced that in other TTRPGs, it was like, yeah, I can kind of see where this is going and how, yeah, okay. No, it's going to be something, make it something really weird, like a fucking haunted carousel or something like that, I don't know. I've Cause... got a few things I will share with you, um, if you want, Ailey, that I have made over the years that hopefully tickle that pickle. Mm. Just like I said, it, because I've been playing for more than twenty years, I've had the opportunity to see it. I I think in my life at time I've gone up against three dragons, which is actually quite a lot of dragons when you think about yeah, the number. Of... There's more dragons than I've ever met. So I tell you what, I've never come up against the gelatinous cube. I have. Do not. Uh, there never. was a yeah, um, an episode of. 
payoffs, I think it was, or something like that, where people came up with, or people came up against a mustard cube. Oh, no, hang on. Yeah, that might have been the only variant. Yeah, not the, yeah I take it that back. Reasons, I take it back. Ketchup Mimic. I tell you what's a good one, like a, a horde mimic. That's pretty badass. Have you ever seen the gold coin mimic? No, but that sounds amazing. So, so the gold coin mimic is a tiny mimic. It looks like a gold coin. And when you put it in a coin pouch, it eats your gold. I love that. I love that. I'm song. rich, honest. <laughs> I'm I'm rich and then it's it eats your gold. It doesn't it doesn't attack you mm. per se, necessarily, mm. but it eats your gold, so it can be a right little dick. And then if you don't feed it gold, then it gets hangry. I'm gonna put it and in it, the... I'm just gonna put it a tiny little hangry thing like that will eat your eyeball. It's just like I'm just... Yeah. Like opening up a wallet and there's just like this this coin rubbing its belly and it a little bit. <laughs> oh, just take a coin. Not my wallet, obviously, because it would be fucking. Yeah, my wallet's had a coin making it for years. Um, bag so, of devouring. Yeah. Yeah. A bag of devouring. Yeah, that that's uh, yeah. So does anybody is any what is are people excited for for season two? We'll start with Lolly since you're world building. What are you excited I for us as players? Point out. Yeah, well, we'll come Lolly to him. Is, <laughs> is he helping or is he more? Or is he just standing in the background? Am I allowed to sit here and just go? <laughs> just since you're world building season two, what is more excited for us? <laughs> he gets veto on on things every now and again. Is what he gets. Oh gosh! Um, <laughs> I'm kind. Of, oh, I'm excited for you guys to get to meet a lot of the people that I'm scattering the world with. Because in terms of when we first built and so first time around, as we said, there wasn't a lot of time to put in, and I kind of would make NPCs sometimes on the day for pause. Like, oh, I need three new people. There's your people. Go. I've kind of got the opportunity to build a lot of people into it ready now, and I'm really enjoying that. And I'm excited for you to meet some of them because some of them are oh. fucking mental. Are any of them called yeah. George by any chance? Or... At least one will be called George because this is Paul's campaign, therefore there will be a George. It, there has to be legacy. There has to be content, continuity. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to get to experience the wider areas of Antirse. So obviously you'll be able to be in the no-no land because it's the yes-yes land still right now at that point for you guys. Okay. Um, actually, maybe getting to go up into the high north, up to the, the northern plateaus, or going right down south where it's all very, very sunny and nice, kind of seeing a lot wider areas than you have been. Nice, nice. So what about you, Paul? What are you excited for us to experience for season two? Uh, I'm excited for a lot of the side plots, mostly, that I've come up with. There are, and the new items or um, uh, I, items uh, that I've created for you. There's going to be some scrolls that you can find, some magical scrolls, um, a lot more of those, some more weaponry. Uh, I'm excited to to find all the underground religions now, because the Clactoon have outlawed a lot of the religions, so you need to find the underground religions, learn what they're about, um, and why they've got certain animals associated with certain things um <laughs> trauma and yeah a little bit of history as well um and 
I'm excited for you guys to see the contrast between the happy-go-lucky world of Antirso in Hungry Hazard Season 1 to the, oh no, we're taken over by a militia in Season 2. We have to toe the line. Um, if you guys don't, you will be arrested, you will be put on trial, and you may be executed. Nice, thanks. What about the player, uh, the characters, though? <laughs> um, yeah, and also, there's going to be some things that I think would be nice twists for you guys. Um, some things that I think I'm going to lay up, and there's going to be a couple of twists that I don't think you'll see coming, so I'm excited for that. Mm, okay. What about Tony? Was Tony excited for Season 2? Uh... I'm excited because I'm going to be homebrewing my first ever sub uh, subclass um, for my character, which I'm really excited about, but also mildly nervous. But I think I'm okay because I'm doing a lot of research. Can you tell us? Can you tell us what it is? Can uh, yeah, can I mean, I mean, or... yeah. If that's if that's cool, if you're happy to have a bit more. Fun. All right, so fiftieth anniversary. You're hearing it here first, then it's exclusive. exclusive. Um, I'm going to be playing a paladin. Um, that's it. That um, already exists, Tony. That's not home. I've, I've, yeah, I've created. Now I've created Paladin. I've created Paladin. <laughs> I'm creating um, another one of those battles. The Rangers. Anyone heard of this? The Ranger. No, actually, no. In the bin. In the bin. Um, yeah. No, so I'm playing. I'm creating this um Paladin. I'm playing Paladin subclass, and instead of kind of the uh, obviously paladins are very like religious, and it's a lot to do with like religion and gods and deities and whatnot. This paladin is kind of going to take their um power and their magic ability from their like ancestors, so it's more like a heritage thing and more kind of like um their family kind of looking on a little bit kind of Black Panther esque. Oh, I see what you're saying. Not like in the way that kind of, obviously that's a whole like you get your Black Panther powers through via your ancestors and stuff. It's going to be similar to that um, in terms of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so so the character is going to get all of their kind of magical abilities and and kind of higher power from... No, I like, I like, I'm looking forward to seeing this. This is, sounds feel, cool. I feel like our talking class paladin episode now has been validated with this. <laughs> oh, I need to, I need to, I need to give that a listen. I haven't, yeah. actually, I haven't managed yeah. to listen to that one. Um, yeah, I, but no. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing that, and I've, I've started it. I started it ages ago, and I've not really touched on it for, for a minute. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to actually completing it, and hopefully it'll be, hopefully it'll be all. Good, but I've basically Man. so far awesome. I've created an uh, a Google Sheets document with like all of the uh sort of paladin subclasses that already exist, sort of the official ones, comparing them and going, okay, so at that level they all get that. What's something I can make that's similar yeah. but different, and then like doing that so it so it fits yeah. the same. It is still a paladin. Subclass. Just putting your own mark on it, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But it's yeah. different. So it's, different. it's new, it's exciting, it's fresh. It's, 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 um yeah. uh, so yeah, that's happening. Awesome. That's a radical thing you just did with a smile and what is Cal? Very nice. um, Thank you. What's what's Cal excited about for series two? Does Cal like Well, have you got any ideas for what you're playing? Well, you, we, do we want to reveal that information? Can do. Why not? Okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll reveal um, class and stuff like uh, like Tony, but no more. Um, well, first of all, I'm excited cool. to uh, I don't know, not just sat crying into a tub of Ben and Jerry's on a Thursday evening. 
<laughs> Ford Bay cherries. <laughs> All right, it's not. It's Jen and Berries. Oh, <laughs> oh we love a bootleg ice cream brand. Yeah. Um, no, and, and it's going to sound cheesy. Just having a lot of laugh with you guys. That's what I want. Just laughs. I just want laughs and smiles. And yeah, uh, uh, when when you know, no, just 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 some comedy gold from everyone. That's what I want. I, want some, I know that the second series is going to have like a bit more of a serious tone, as far as I'm aware. It can still be a laugh. But I'm sure there'll be plenty of laughs yeah. to be had. In terms of my class that I'm doing, again, homebrew, as is what we do, um, It's he is going to be a bard. Uh, and yes, he is going to be a bard. And the class is based on essentially a theatre or film director. Um, oh, and, I love that. And... He, I've, I'm not far off finishing it to be honest. Um, wow, he's got a lot of unique abilities to do with, um, like directing, like choreography, and things like this. That's going to be, you know, all things to do with like, um, uh, basically getting the most out of people is what it's going to be. So he's a, he's going to be a heavy support class. Big time. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, he's got a lot of cool abilities. I'm looking forward to sharing with everyone. Very nice. Nice. I'm not going to start him about well, though, so. Always <laughs> <laughs> start behind. Um, Ailey, what are you excited for series season two? So this is kind of difficult because I wrote both of our subclasses and our races. So yes. I want to see them in action. Yeah. Because I just sat there for ages just writing a whole bunch of potential races and subclasses. Um, I actually am looking forward to, as I said earlier, 22 years or whatever in TTRPGs. One thing I have never done is I have never played a sibling dynamic. So I am looking forward to the sibling dynamic that is going yeah. to occur and it's now my, i i know that the, the the whole thing with siblings can be a bit you know touchy because sometimes they like each other sometimes they hate each other me and my sister don't really talk but that's only because we're both too lazy to pick up the phone so you know we just don't bother talking but we don't have to we're fine when we're in each other's company just don't expect us to pick up a phone and talk but i've never experienced that kind of dynamic so i don't know how that would play out in a game so i'm looking forward to that side of things and i think that it's nice that i'm in a position where i trust people enough in this group to actually you know do that dynamic because it can be difficult you have to trust other people if you're having a fam like a familial dynamic and it's it's a, it's a big thing and mm -hmm. um, my class is a rogue and it is based off of the old 3.5 prestige shadow dancer class because that was my favorite prestige class and i i think i might have played that class that class a lot when i played neverwinter nights and i did all kinds of like different ways of building it like how to get you know how to get different ways to get there different ways to do it i loved it it was my favorite thing and uh, i took some insight from the psionics class as well the, the psionic rogue which is just honestly Still a better subclass than the Sorcerer variant of it. Um, it it's, it's sad, but true. And sorry, Sorcerer fans out there. Sorry, Sorcerer fans oh, out there. But, you're, yeah. but, you're psionic, but your Psionic subclass should have been brilliant, and it wasn't. It was shit. The shout um, out from the Sorcerers at the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Broke> yeah. <laughs> 
so that's going to be that's my class i'm going to it's going to be a bit like uh katie please do a lot of sibling bickering um yeah <laughs> yeah um there's gonna be some of that because they're complete they're, they're almost polar opposites my characters are like a bit of a miserable bitch <laughs> so <laughs> Oh dear! But that then just brings us on to you, Shiv. With well, yeah, yeah I I get to play firstly a tiefling, which I've never played properly before. A storm tiefling, which is a homebrew subclass. Which I'm a beefling. Not well. I, oh, well, technically he is a beefling. Oh, he is. He's a barbarian. He's a barbarian. Actual beefling. An actual beefling. Yeah, an actual beefling. Yeah. You've seen the artwork so yeah. far. It's just basically yeah. new. <laughs> So I get to play a big beefy tiefling barbarian. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I get to play. And he's basically going to be the polar opposite to Ailey's um, rogue there. So he's going to be like the sort of lovable jolly green giant or jolly purple giant, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so yeah. So that'll be interesting to play someone that's not sort of angry or miserable. <laughs> This is going to be the season of the purple characters. I think it is. I think it will be. And what so, are you yeah, most excited be for, Shiv? Because you've told us what you're playing. What are you most excited for? Oh, um, what am I most excited for? Probably trying to do an accent and keep it. I'm going... <laughs> this is what the next few months are going to be, me trying to teach Shiv how to speak with some kind of accent. <laughs> it's going to be fun. We're going to record yeah. all the attempts and then... Got a feeling. Okay. We'll wait and see. No spoilers. <laughs> unless you want to have a guess. Unless you want to have a guess. Do you want to reveal it? Go on. No, 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 no. no. I don't want to give okay. too much away because I'm definitely right. <laughs> okay. Well, we should. Yeah. Have got a clue. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> but yeah, so that's 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 the sort of how we're going to try and play this this sort of brother sister dynamic which could be quite fun yeah it sounds like i need to get set up with some one-to-one sessions with you guys really soon actually to give you some bigger lore for you to build in actually wow Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah like you don't get extras off me anyway ailey i yeah i am yeah you're telling ailey too many things i don't tell her too many things i don't tell her any spoiler things no 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 no. she asks the issue the, the issue is that in my game Lolly's character's backstory has to do with some of the lore. So I'm like, oh, I really hope we don't meet this guy because I'm going to want to punch him in the dick <laughs> and things like that. So I know I know about characters that other people won't because of Lolly's character's backstory, mm-hmm. who obviously I've known about this before. Mm-hmm. Before, like, any, yeah, before, before, before anything. Before. before the before. And it's like, uh, oh, okay, I've got to pretend that I don't know this person. So that's that's going to be interesting. Mm. And I'm going to have to... But also, of the story, if you ask me things, I will tell you things. Yeah. I'm just, it's going to be a case I'm going to have to take the DM chops and kind of merge them right with player the chops. About this. And, yeah. yeah. Things about Paul, will you tell me? Probably. I'd probably... I'll do it on stream. Yeah. Paul will tell you. you. <laughs> Not the things I'm thinking of. <laughs> you probably will. What am I saying? Yeah, what? I have no secret. So... Does does anybody have any more questions they would like to ask each other or anything like that before we wrap this up? Shiv, if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? Uh, blueberry. Because? 
because they are good for you. They are healthy. And you're good, and that means you're good for, for yeah, okay. pretty much. I, like I mean, that. prove me wrong. No, 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 Cal. No, Cal. He's good for you. Oh, me in particular. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, blueberries make me shit. So um... there you go. All food makes you shit. Eventually. Uh, eventually. At some point. Eventually. More quicker than others. Yeah, 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 for sure. But. Thanks, the K- end. KT has just pointed out none of you have any healing capabilities. Paladin. I'm playing Paladin. Oh, yeah. Paladin and a bard walk into a bar. And heals. <laughs> it's all right. If one of our characters dies, we'll come back as a cleric or something, I'm sure. Just so you know, you all will be starting in a tavern. Is where you'll be starting. Oh, that Ooh. trope. We yeah. we had a good old talk about that trope, didn't we? Tropes upon tropes upon tropes. Your level zero Ooh. session one will be in a tavern. Before we end, there's one theory. I remember. I think me and Paul discussed this that all of Homebrew Herrick series one was just a story Dodo told in a tavern. Do you remember that? We discussed that. We spoke uh, about that. Yeah. But this whole thing never actually happened. God. And it was just like Dodo going. Gather round, let me tell you a story. Cal was going to be, you know when I said, how do you guys all end and where do you go? Cal yeah. was going to say, yeah, it's just a story I'm telling at a time. Yeah. It just, you never met these people. This never I didn't want, and it was it was a cool idea. And we, we talked about it, but then it was like, I, 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 your, your character should matter. Hmm. It was just one of those things. Like, in Dodo's head. Wouldn't like, it be like bizarre if it was just like that crazy old owl just tells stories? No one knows if this is true or not. <laughs> yeah, you know, so no, that idea was scrapped. KT has actually just asked a question in the chat When does season two actually begin? I don't know why I'm afraid that I'm asking you guys, it's me that chooses. February, um, February 1st. Yes, of course. February 1st. 26th. Not 26th. No, 2020 next year. Four. Um, four, yes. And Amy, what's so special? The third quarter, 2020. February 1st is going to be Paul's birthday. So we've got to have a celebration. Yeah. Um, play Hamburg Havoc, celebrate, have some cake. Um, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody must remember to bring their, their party hats to session one. I've got to bring my own cake, have I? Yes. I have got party hats somewhere, so that's okay. Should I wear a hat on my hat? Yes. Yes. That walrus mask is horrifying, I remember it. Yeah, the walrus mask. Oh, it's awful. That was what you did on Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, I did indeed. I had to take it off because... You were heating up, weren't you? This thing on Earth. Hot as balls, isn't it? It does. It's like wearing the sun. It was ridiculous. (laughs) I remember Halloween. I my I had a, a bad reaction to the makeup, and it made me cry just before the scene, oh, just no. before the show. And I was like, "I'm uh, guys, I'm crying here. I'm having trouble. I'm cry- no, I'm actually no, I'm actually crying now. Okay, we're just going to carry on. Mm. <laughs> that was fun. So, before we end this episode, thank you all for joining in. Um, how would you describe Homebrew Havoc season one in one word? Glorious. <laughs> All not at the same time, obviously. Eighties <laughs> beaten um, with chaos, by the way. Yeah, and one, two, three. Let's all talk at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we'll start with Lolly. What would you describe? How would you say? 
Cobra Havoc. I would go with glorious. glorious. Wonderful. Ailey? I would say chaotic. How? Sorry, I was on mute there, um, <laughs> which is very, very apt for the word I'm about to use. Um, I would say omni-shambles. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tony? Spell A, all caps, A, H, 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 H. Exclamation mark. Perfect. Paul? Brilliant. And I'd probably go with creative. So, yeah. So that is episode 50 of Two Kobolds in a Trenchcoat. This is our 50th episode. This was the campaign one wrap-up. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining in. And yeah, this will come out on Saturday. So join us next time. Yep. And don't forget. Find us everywhere. Well, yeah. Don't forget. Find us everywhere all over the internet. Just Google 2KIAT podcast, 2KIAT podcast. And you can find us on Zitter, on Mastodon, on Tumblr. And you can also find us on Coffee, where we are trying to raise money so that we can get an actual domain name for our website, which you can still go to, but it's a bit more awkward to find because no domain name. That's kind of a bit, you know, bit of a problem, guys. So if you have a, a couple of pennies spare, just chuck it in the coffee pot and we shall be working on bringing you more content uh, of different varieties in the future and see how things go. So just search Tuki Yet Podcast for all of our glorious offerings. Yep, that's it. That's the show. And we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye.